0: Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3am. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. Listeners, this week's topic has helped me see the show with fresh eyes. I found so much enjoyment in researching all the details that make up these vengeful spirits, and I also feel enough time has passed that I've completely recovered from the fear that seeped into my subconscious when I was putting together the Kuchisaki Ona episode. No joke, that was the most scared I have been from a scary story in a long time. Can't say I didn't love it, but can't say I did either. Anyway, these ghosts are intertwined with Japan's afterlife and burial beliefs, so learning the similarities and differences between that and Western culture's beliefs has been a trip. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed putting it together. Let's get down to the business. This week's topic is the yurei. The concept of spirits kept from a peaceful afterlife is not unfamiliar to us in the West, considering our ghost stories, and the yurei are exactly that. Spirits trapped in purgatory here on Earth. Kanji used to make up the word yurei gets to the root description of these spirits. literally means fate or dim, and rei translates to soul or spirit. Other names used alternatively to yurei are borei, meaning ruined or departed spirit, and shiryo, a dead spirit. To truly understand the yurei, you must know the basic beliefs Japanese culture has in regarding the afterlife and funeral procedures. Every person is born with a soul, referred to as reikon, which enters a kind of middle ground while waiting to be properly buried and for funeral rites to be completed. Once these are performed, they are able to reunite with ancestors, becoming a protective guardian over their family. Failure to complete these traditional tasks will immediately result in the spirit becoming a yure. Along with this, if a person dies suddenly or violently, such as in the cases of murder or suicide, their reikon transforms to take revenge. Emotions are what truly make up these ventral souls. If a person has extreme feelings of jealousy, love, hatred, sorrow, or revenge, their spirit will also become a yurei. Believing that women are most likely to have these extreme emotions is why these spirits are most commonly depicted as female. Known to haunt either a person or a place, yurei usually have a justified reason for doing so. If attached to a person, it is often their killer if murdered, or their loved ones. If linked to a place, it is usually the location of their death or where their body is buried. Unable to accept their death, Yurei continue to haunt while bringing misfortune and misery to those in these situations. Bound to earth, Yurei only exist until they are able to be laid to rest. So fear not if you encounter these trapped souls, there are ways to help a Yurei move on. Performing the forgotten burial rites properly could release their spirit, as well as fulfilling their purpose for being trapped on Earth. Enacting revenge on their loved one's killer, a haunted family member could set a yuri free. In the case of love, when a spirit is able to consummate their feelings with their intended partner, they are able to move on, though many sources I use do not go into detail on how that would work. Holy Shinto writings called a fuda can be placed on a yurei's forehead to send them beyond Earth's plane. Used as a preventative measure, these writings can be attached to a home's entryway, halting a yurei from entering. Buddhists have actually been hired in the past to perform services on those affected by an unfortunate death, preventing a spirit from potentially becoming a yurei. Although categorized under the yurei title, there are actually many different types of these dim souls. Bear with me on the following pronunciations, as like I said in the Kuchisaki Onna episode, I do not speak Japanese or really know how to pronounce a lot of Japanese words. So let's give this a shot. Anyo are the most common, being vengeful ghosts desiring to right a wrong done to them during their lifetime. They also happen to be the most difficult to banish. Ubeme are spirits of mothers who have either died in childbirth or have left behind a small child after their death. Less destructive than the vengeful spirits, they wish to continue to care for their children and provide them sweets as gifts. Funayuri are the ghosts of those who had died at sea and happen to be depicted as fish-like humans similar to the idea of mermaids. A Goyo is a spirit of the aristocracy who desires revenge. Jibakure, being the most confused of all, are ghosts trapped on earth with no particular purpose to fulfill. Lastly, are the spirits of children, or joshiki-warashi, who enjoy being playful and mischievous. While there are many different types and descriptions of these yurei, their general appearance is the same. Spawning from the idea that women are most commonly yurei, each spirit has long, black, disheveled hair. In the past, women used to grow their hair long and pin it up, but for funerals and burials, it was released to hang freely. Yurei are dressed in white clothing associated with burials. In both the Shinto and Edo eras, white kimonos were used for burial, and Shinto beliefs regard this color as one of ritual purity. It is also common to see a yurei wearing a hitakakushi, or a forehead cover a small, white, triangular piece of fabric tied around their head. Another distinctive attribute of these spirits is the manner in which they hold their hands, outstretched, while their wrists hang limply and their elbows are kept close to their bodies. Seeming to lack legs and feet, yurei also fly freely above the ground. Completing the vision of a yurei, floating flames of blue, purple, and green encompass their presence. So with that description, you can now be totally certain when coming in contact with the yurei. Many tales of these spirits exist, but arguably the most famous is that of Ukiko and the Nine Plates. As with any folklore, there are different versions of just this one tale, but I have found three distinctive stories, so let's get into it, shall we? The first tale brings us to the Edo period of Japanese history, a very jealous wife of a samurai discovered that one of their heirloom plates had been broken by the samurai's mistress. Enraged, she demanded the woman replace the plate and refused money for the item. Due to the rarity of the plate, the wife knew it would be impossible to complete this request. Until then, the wife confined the mistress to a cell, expecting the woman to starve to death. After five days, the woman was still alive, and the wife decided to end her rival once and for all. Strangling the woman and paying to have the body removed from the house, the wife was surprised to learn that the woman had regained consciousness inside her coffin before burial. Paying four men to strangle the woman once more, the wife completed her dark deed and had the body buried in an unmarked grave. After some time passed, the wife believed she had finally won. It was then her throat began to swell, preventing her from eating and eventually making it impossible for her to breathe. It was believed that the yure of the mistress had returned to enact of revenge as the other men who helped the wife were found to have also died in the same manner. This second tale brings us to the 15th century, where a man named Odagaki, born to a prestigious family, lived in an extravagant mansion in the mountains. Amongst many servants, there was a girl named Hanano, whose beauty caught the eye of many suitors. A samurai frequenting the mansion fell in love with Hanano and spilled his feelings for the servant girl through many love letters. Hanano, however, refused the man's advances. One day, While passing by the family's most prized possessions, a set of abalone drinking cups, Odagaki noticed that one was missing. Odagaki immediately questioned his serving girl, but Hanano was just as shocked to learn about the absent cup. Doubting Hanano's innocence, the man tortured her and demanded the item returned. Rejected by Hanano many times in the past, the samurai had actually hid the cup and joined in condemning Hanano beating her along with Odagaki. In the end, Hanano died bound and hanged on a pine tree located outside the mansion. From that point on, Hanano made her rage present throughout the home, and the tree gained the title of The Hanging Pine. Finally, this last tale also originated in the Edo period of history. A girl named Okiku worked as a servant in the home of a lord named Harima. Accidentally breaking one of ten prize plates, Okiku enraged Harima's wife. Demanding repercussions for the girl's actions, the wife found it fit to cut off one of Okiku's fingers. After deciding on the middle finger, Okiku was thrown in a cell until she could be punished. When night fell, Ukiku struggled to release her binds, and once freed, she broke out of her cell. Once outside, Ukiku spotted a well and plummeted into its depths, eventually drowning. The following night, Ukiku's yurei had been heard counting the plates from the bottom of the well until her voice encompassed the entire mansion. After giving birth, Harima's baby was found to be missing one of its middle fingers, and believing to be cursed, the imperial court demanded the family to release their wealth and land. When the voice of Okiko Jure continued to be heard throughout the home, the imperial court finally sent a holy man to free her ghost. Spending the night in the mansion, the man listened to the voice as it counted up to nine. Once the spirit finished her last number, the man shouted, Ten. Relieved the tenth plate had been found, Okiko Jure had been released from her prison on earth and disappeared. Overall, we learn that each yurei is born from extreme trauma brought on by the darkest events of human life. These stories barely scratch the surface of what a yurei is capable of. It's inevitable that we may see more of these mamas in the future, if you catch my drift. Until next time, keep it real, mamas.